Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're having a case of deja vu tonight, and we're talking all about Deja's history, and she's back with Randall and Beth, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, we got some deja vu going on in the house. <laughs> so I'm going to play that up all night long if I can. It's just fun. Oh, my God. What is up, guys? We are in the home stretch. We got... Two episodes, one episode left of This Is Us. Guys, I love this show, and I think that it's coming to a good, slow but steady ending to yeah. leave us off for a little hiatus. What do Kate's you think? wedding! We're not even there yet, and that's all she can think about. <laughs> Kate's wedding. We gotta get through Deja first. I love weddings. I mean, I do too. I love some good weddings, but I also love a good heartwarming story about Deja coming home. What is up, guys? Thank you so much for joining us for This Is Us After Show on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Candace Cruz, and I got my other two over here. Hey guys, I'm Lena Nori, and we have Keith back. Yes, Keith yeah. Andre here. I'm so, it feels like forever. Oh my God. I missed you. I know, we're separated. We're so far apart. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I had him the whole season. The whole and time. And now you took him from me, okay? It's okay. Oh, I was already next to me. I'm like, how did I take him from you? Right. I was already crying up as it is with this show. I can't cry anymore. It's and we okay. miss you, Erica. She's in the chat. Yes, Hi, Erica. Change is different, Mwah. but it's good. I think that, you know, like you said, it's a nice close. I feel like it's been, yeah. we've been on such like a train ride and I'm excited. And I'm excited yeah. for the wedding. I know you were, you have all this wedding fever just because you've been in all these weddings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, everyone like, yes, out and about. She's all over her IG. Everyone I know has been getting married. There's a wedding last weekend. My best friend's getting married in three weeks. But aside from that, I think in almost every single episode, we've all been talking about how we want to hear Deja's backstory. We've been mm, kind of yes. been given little short glimpses. So I'm all about this week's episode. I finally. It was almost bittersweet. You, you get to finally learn about her, but it's so sad to see what this poor girl has been through. And it's it makes you reflect on your childhood. Like, we were allowed to be kids. I mean, I had stuff that, you know, we've all gone through. I was I was bullied. You know, there's situations with my parents and stuff like that. But to see this girl really kind of be robbed of her childhood. I mean, her own mother said it, that her since she was five, her mom has been telling her, Shauna's been telling her, like, how would I do this without you? That's but, too much pressure. 
It is, and I, I completely, I think that the way that they're they're showing the foster care system and the light of how many pe- places these kids go and they're in and out, but I will say, as much as Deja went through, it's so unfortunate that she didn't get to have a real childhood, but I will say that she is one of the most resilient children yeah. that I have seen, and I think that that's a huge commendable thing of her own personality, because she it wasn't the nature versus nurture, it was literally herself figuring it out as a child and like i commend a lot of young people that have gone through foster care system that have made something of themselves Mm -hmm. and have taken that adversity and turned it into something that can be a triumph yeah Yeah, and i think it does a good job of showing that side of it as well i mean for deja they they said it. she is a special girl and we got to see just how special she is and what she's been through and i think the biggest part of the show and this episode in particular is just like that connective tissue of Mm. the oneness of like the human experience because we saw in each person's life we would flash from Deja to the Pearsons to just everybody who's dealing with this struggle and how do we kind of get an outcome that's favorable. You know what's interesting is she reminds me so much of Randall. Mm -hmm. I was expecting to see a lot of flashes comparing her, like Deja, to Randall. And more or less, we kind of saw flashes of everybody. We saw like the scene where she's embracing her mom or or Shauna and then the scene where Kate's embracing her mom right after her miscarriage. Mm -hmm. But really, I, I think I wanted to see a lot more correlation between Randall and Deja because I feel like since childhood Randall was very similar in that sense where they're always concerned about everyone else's feelings taking care of everyone else around them so I would have loved to see that kind of comparison but just the look on um, Randall's face like when she's going to bed it just that was priceless yeah and what I did like about it as much I completely agree with you I wish I would have seen a little bit more like juxtaposition between you know, Randall's character and Deja. But what I did like is like, it kind of came full circle at the very end. And I know we're jumping around a little bit, but the fact that she said, you know, I've thought about it more and more. And like, when you told me that I remind a lot of you, I thought it was weird. But when I thought about it, I realized like everybody sleeps. And I think that that part when it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline she says that kind of enlightens why they did all of this because everybody gives birth everyone has there's a circle of life everyone has their moments with their parents whatever that may be everyone has death everyone has everything so I think the reason why they were doing so many different flashes between everyone's different experiences in life is to show that everyone does have shared experiences the human condition is all the same Mm -hmm. it's just the different situations that we've gone through but what i also did like is re-seeing some of the scenes that we've already seen with deja and the pearsons and realizing a whole different perspective it's all about perspective because we now see like i hated shauna and then I see the the reality of who Shauna is as a person, and I felt for Shauna. Yeah, I I I wanted her to be successful. I wanted her to come out on top, and like you see the humanity between all of them, you know. Yeah, and I agree, and I think you know maybe we should just start from the beginning of the episode because yeah. there was so much about Shauna that it's kind of maybe how we 
um, don't really like uh, Miguel and we don't really see his side is that we see Shauna's side. Mm -hmm. And as I'm getting to see her as a mother and how she's tried so hard, how she genuinely loves Deja. Mm -hmm. And at the same token, that pressure of her always saying, like, what would I do without you? And just all that stuff. So, I mean, let's just start from the beginning of them, like, in the scenes, especially when they're both in the foster house. I forget the other girl's name. What was the girl's name that she was in the foster house with? I don't know. Did they ever say her name? name. They did, but I can't remember. If someone in the chat knows her name, throw that in there. But from the very beginning... Oh, Candace Cryometer, I'm sorry. Cryometer? Am I saying that right? Probably Cryometer. Cryometer? Or Cryometer. But from the very Mm -hmm. beginning, just in that scene of the two girls in the bunk bed (sighs) and the foster father that beats them... Mm-hmm. And the girl saying that Raven. I would rather Raven. Raven. Thank you, Raven. Somebody, Raven okay. looking at Deja and just saying I would rather deal with this, with this abuse, and have the same bed to sleep in. It's like the lesser oh. of two evils. I mean, that just honestly it broke my heart. As for cryometer, I mean, this was a solid like six. <laughs> I wouldn't put it super high because I I feel like those were the moments that I would have that I did cry. But I think this episode was so much more heartwarming when we look at the positives. But yeah. like that whole coming from bed to bed and like being hit and having to go through that, like that's a reality, man. Yeah. Like I've never thought of that. Yeah, and I think this episode was super relatable. Like for me, I'm I'm definitely not a big crier. I leave the tears to you. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. Lot, that's a lot of tears. She can take mine too. Right. But personally, I could find myself being impacted by just like the experience of like seeing like other mothers with children like I have an older sister who has two kids and to see her she's by no means is her similar situ- similar to Shauna but to see that to see someone who you think could be a better parent and for them not to be able to see it or not to be able to see the necessary steps to kind of put their child or their children first to make decisions that are going to, you know, make their lives better. So that's kind of what was what was in my head, especially near. And I don't want to jump to the end, but near the end where we saw Shauna kind of decide like, oh, you know, seeing that she needs to be here and I need to go so that she can get what she needs out of, out of life. And it's so hard to be a parent. I mean, I've never been in that situation. I can only imagine. And I mean, I would love to have that in the future, but to, to put that much pressure on your child and you don't know it, like Mm -hmm. that Shauna automatically, the moment that her grandmother passed and Deja's great grandmother passed, like this pressure of like, I need you. Mm-hmm. Not just like, I love you, you're my child, but I need you to yeah. survive. That's such an, a weight for a child to carry. It is. And like you yeah. said, unknowingly, because I yeah. don't think she didn't realize it no. until the end that it was this mass amount of pressure that you're putting on your child. Yeah. So, And we all forget, I mean, we just obviously learned this now, is that Shauna got pregnant in her teens. She was 16. She yeah. was 16. It's, yep. it's not a lot older than where Deja is now, or I think it's actually pretty similar in age. So we're expecting a child to know how to raise a child. And I feel like Shauna did the best of her abilities given you know her situation. She spent her teens trying to raise a child. There's a lot of other you know women that would have resorted to like giving their child up. I feel like Shauna at least seeing her backstory tried she tried to be a good mother she tried her best and i know it was it's funny i was watching a flash of they, they brought roseanne back and there's like a funny scene where she's like there's not a book on parenting and she's like there's thousands of books mm-hmm. but really there isn't a book on parenting i think shauna did the best of her ability given her situation given the fact that she was a single mother in her teens giving birth and i feel like she kind of made it up as she went along and it took that realization of seeing the way her daughter 
felt like, hey, mom, is it okay? Like, hey, is it okay, Rebecca? Can I go? No, sorry, not Rebecca. Hey, is it okay, Beth? Can I just go sleep in my bed? Mm-hmm. Like her normal bed. I think Shauna seeing that, she was like, wow, I've never seen my daughter like this. And maybe it was a kind of like an outer body experience yeah. for her to finally put her daughter first. But I think she did all that she knows. And not only that, I, well, I think you can do your best. I, I think at I kind of disagree a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I disagree a little bit. I think on one hand, she, you know, took the cards that she was dealt and she tried to do what she could. Granted, I think that knowing what she knows now, she would do things differently and she can see how differently she could do them. I think for her, it was about like having this growing process of where she was young and you have to realize, hey, I need to put my child first and not a man or, you know what I mean? Like all these different circumstances that you could have avoided and kind of had a better life, but because of your situation or because of what you kind of fell into, you're left here. And now from here, I have to decide what my best is going to be. Well, yeah, she's by no means perfect, by the way. No. Not at all. But Mm -hmm. I think also, too, is like we never got to see Shauna's mom. So where is her mom in the picture? So that makes me think, like, what was Shauna's upbringing? Her grandmother brought her up. So, like, not having a positive influence. And at the age of 16, like, her grandmother did all that she could. But, like, she made... Uh, and the, the reason why I say I disagree is like she did what she could with the cards that were dealt, but she could have done way better. Let's yeah. be real here because I don't care if you're 16, I don't care if you're 15, I don't care if you're 45. Like when you have a child, your life stops. That's it. Like that's just the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Like you do all that you can. And like I don't think that she really did until she realized, like, oh shit, my water's getting turned off yeah. or my gas is getting turned off till the very end. Like the fact that. Deja went to the hospital and sliced her hand open because she didn't come home in time. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't do what she could yeah, do. And you know, I've had teenage friends that have ki- had kids, and they are the best parents ever. Right. Because they work their butts off for it, and they realize that they got themselves in this situation, and they make something out of it rather I than th- a situation. I think you guys are misunderstanding what I'm saying. I don't think she gets the Parent of the Year Award. I'm just saying that we didn't see how she was raised. We didn't see what her example of a mother figure was that... There are teens that have drug use and are junkies and are using their kids or their kids are getting lost at home. I'm not saying that she was by any means an amazing parent at all. I mean, that's not, I don't think anyone even questions that here. I'm just now because I'm seeing her angle of it and I actually see how much she really wanted to be a good parent. Yes, she shouldn't have taken that money and bailed out um, the guy that she was dating. There's tons of things she shouldn't have done. You know, the list can go on. My whole point is that I feel like she wanted to at least try to yeah, be a good mother. She that, wanted, that, yes. The wanting and the actually doing are two, two different, different things. things. And yes. I think that's what it comes down to. In in terms of her upbringing, we didn't necessarily need to see her upbringing because we did see her grandmother and we saw the role that her grandmother played in her life. And I think what was like a disadvantage to Shauna is the fact that her grandmother was still taking care of her and she was taking care of her child. Yeah. Like in the beginning, she was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She came in and she's like, why is this baby left alone? And she's reading to her and all of this. So she... We, she never had to raise Deja until her grandmother passed. And then by that time, Deja was raising her dog. She was five. So, yeah. Yeah. Five years old. Isn't that insane? My God. Well, guys, I know that we always have really intense, deep conversations on this show. And that's why I love you guys so much on this panel. <laughs> and I love, like, really delving into this. And I think that there's... We have so many amazing places on AfterBuzz to have great conversations. And we 
want to offer you another one. It's uh, it, you want to have fun and learn and grow in all areas of your life. So if you do, we have another podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder, Maria Menounos. Yay! I love her. She's she looks fabulous on the red carpet for Oscars. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's going to drop every Friday on iTunes, which is amazing. So Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. Maybe Shauna should have listened to it, just saying. (laughs) From health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more, let Maria be the big sister you never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. And be sure to rate and comment like you should do on this video as well. And when you do, let Maria know it was us who got you there. Conversations with Maria Menudo's podcast edition. So go check it out. And you guys, she really is amazing. Yes. If it wasn't for her, we all wouldn't be here having this Honestly. format. And then also, she's been through so much this last year. Exactly. So. Hello. Who doesn't yeah. want to have a conversation with her? Right? <laughs> listen, I've had a few conversations with her, and it's been super funny. You just she's listen. Hilarious. Like, when she talks, you listen. It's yeah. like... She's just an amazing human being. So thank you to Maria for giving us a platform to even talk about This Is Us. And so go and check her out now. But yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that in there a little bit for This Is Us. But yeah. Always here for a good conversation. I know. I love me some good conversation. (laughs) I mean, Randall and Deja were having some great conversation at the end. Yeah. And I love their little, like, relationship. You know, even from seeing last week where he was so concerned with the phone call and all of that to this week, we got to see the backstory. And he knew something Mm. was up. Yeah. His instinct was there. So I I really love their dynamic. Well, he's also paranoid as hell. So if you're that paranoid, (laughs) like, at least 50% of the time, you're going to be right. If you're always thinking the world's over, you have a 50% chance of being right. Oh, God, I hope the world isn't over. Please don't. No, no, no. But, yeah, no, I loved seeing... And as well, to see Beth and Randall open up their home like that, like... I thought that was... What? You and your child. We're going to open up. I thought she was moving in. I thought Shauna was... No, I'm kidding. I knew Shauna wasn't going to move in. But remember I said in... um, Well, you weren't here last week, but in predictions, we talked about how I thought for sure he was going to give them a place at the new complex. I mean, he still could probably Mm, give the mom a place. But, you know, we saw that she obviously realized. But let's talk about how she's just going to bounce. Like, she's not even going to say bye, which I understand because mm-hmm. she's always, as we just talked about, put so much pressure, making Deja feel like, yeah. oh, yeah. poor me. So I know she wants to leave without making Deja have to have that decision on whether she should leave or stay. But I hope to God, like, she leaves a note or something explaining because... I think that she has to find some way to say goodbye. I feel like we, you know, we saw that moment and maybe Randall will tell her, like, the importance or significance of her, like, saying something to Deja. And then she will. Yeah, hopefully. But I think for, yeah. her, for her as a parent, I don't think that she could face, like, having to say goodbye to her child and, and go through with it. And sometimes you have to have space. Like, you have to let that heal and then come back and be like, I'm sorry that I did X, Y, and Z. It was for the best. Sometimes yeah. just leaving is like... And even the for, best um, them, but you know, <laughs> and even for Deja, because in that conversation with Randall, where she's like, "I'm tired," and I oh. think that she wants, she doesn't want to be the one to separate from her mother, so she'll ap- appreciate kind of having that relief and her mom taking the reins and saying, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna go." You know, it's yeah. something that I noticed when we were watching the episode is that there's no judgment coming from Beth or Randall. None. Mm. There's none. I told you Great so. Point. No. Yeah. Making her, like, even in the little scene where they're making the the beds, 
And then Deja says, is it okay if I sleep in my old bed? And then she goes upstairs. They're talking about track. They're talking about mm-hmm. cheerleading. They're, she's talking about Bet's telling her about how she likes some guy in high school. Just as if they're friends. It's they're friends. Right. It's perfectly zero, fine. Zero judgment. Zero of those side comments. Like, I told you so. Or had you just left her? And I think that's so beautiful that... Mm they can have so much self-control to not be like, I told you so. And Beth is usually, especially in this case, remember she was a little bit more passionate about the situation. And even Randall, just even when he went upstairs, didn't force the topic on Deja. Yeah. Didn't say, so is this what the phone call was about? And maybe we'll get those conversations later. But it was just kind of like, you know you have those family members that you don't you go maybe five or ten years without seeing them, and then you see them, and it's like nothing happened? Yep. I felt like that's what it was like when Deja came in the house. Right. Like, don't no time skip a beat. Yeah. Just skip a beat. Yeah. yeah. Even them watching the movie, the dinner, it was it was almost like a little bit too quiet. I was like, is someone going to say something? Yeah, it was a little outside of the box. It's not something that we think that we'll see, like, in real life. But I think I thought it was so good for Shauna to have that experience as well with right. them to really see, like, this is where you're leaving your child. You yeah. know, like, this is a good thing. This is good for her. And on top of it, I think it's something that she needed, too, because it doesn't seem like Shauna ever had that experience as a person yeah. either. So it could have been cathartic to just have that moment of like, <sighs> okay, I can yeah. just release. I can have a comfortable home, good meal, even if it was for a short-lived amount of time, but <laughs> just to be able to have that and realize that there is this happiness and this other side to life rather than everything that she's gone through. What do you guys think? So I was thinking about this at the conclusion of the show. Mm. Shauna getting up and just grabbing her bags and leaving. Is it, do you guys think it's what Deja always talks about, her mom being prideful? Is it a sense of pride that she doesn't even want to stay the night and grabbing her bags and leaving? Or do you guys think that she doesn't want to get too comfortable staying where she is and wants to just, you know, cut the cord, like right in the beginning? I think she's swallowing her pride, if anything, Mm -hmm. in in my eyes. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, she could have stayed and gone through the whole of like, I, I don't know, gone through the whole production of it. I don't think it would have been to stay comfortable. I think it's just her swallowing her pride of knowing that this is where Deja needs to be. Because if she was showing her pride, I think she would have stayed and been like, Deja, let's go. Mm-hmm. And like taking her. That would have been like her but taking her where? Her. Back to the car? Just like, taking wherever. her. It's like wherever. Yeah. Because that's like her her thing. Like, I can do this. Let me do this. Let me take care of my child. Her being like, I can't provide for her. I'm going to let you guys take over. I think that's swallowing your pride. And that's yeah. be, that is being a good mother. 100%. That right there is being a yeah, good mother. Yeah, I agree. I think that moment is all about her realizing, hey, I have to do what's best for my child. If I stay here any longer, you, you, they already have this close relationship. They've been through so much. They face so much together and apart. So I think for her to be there any longer would just she wouldn't be able to go through with it. Mm-hmm. it I think she did have to cut the cord yeah. and just be done with it and, mm-hmm. and try to deal with it away from you. But this is right. the best decision for Deja. I yeah. hope this isn't the last of Deja's mom we see. Yeah. I really I would like to will. know we'll where she goes from this point. And it's sad, like, where is she going to go? I, I Knowing Randall is probably going to offer something. Mm-hmm. Maybe even money for a hotel or somewhere to stay. I hope he doesn't mean because where is she going to go? Yeah. Side note, and this is really weird, when you said about, like, her swallowing it and just kind of, like, letting, cutting the cord and, like, dealing with it away. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the way that Rebecca and, and, 
just seeing that and hearing that, it makes me think of when Rebecca said, I'm going to deal with this death on my own. I'm going to be strong for my kids. Mm. It's almost like her doing the same thing of like, I'm going to deal with my emotions away and I'm going to let her like right. be where she needs to be and be taken care of. I'm going to deal with my problems over here and be the adult, which mm-hmm. was like really good job yeah you guys i'm dying laughing inside right now thinking of when deja walks in her room and the plants are all still there and he's saying how it was light and water and beyonce Beyonce. and then then one of the plants is drooping and he had like a name for it he's like that's the new kind of plant it's called the hibiscus hibiscus like he's He's cheesy. He's cheesy lines, but they're funny cheesy. The corn, the corn on the cob. You're still so corny. Just right off the cob. Like, like, oh my gosh, I cannot. Those dad jokes. We need to get Randall. We should get Sterling a shirt that said "dad jokes" or something on it and send it to him. Right. I'm excited to see him. I don't want to go off track, but yeah, go for it. Live. I think he'll be super duper funny. So I'm looking forward to that. Amazing. Yeah. So So I don't know if this question is going to start taking (laughs) us into predictions, but there's something I was curious about. You know how Rebecca seemed to always have her attention on Randall because he was the adopted kid. Do you guys think? Because I remember that, you know, Beth and Randall's original two kids, one of the hesitations of the older daughter was that she thought she was going to get neglected. I noticed that when Randall's around Deja, he just gets like a little kid. He's just smiling, so happy. I don't know if it's the element of him wanting to protect her and make her feel good, but do you guys think he's going to have that whole Rebecca flashes in him where he's actually going to try to overcompensate with Deja? Mm, that's a good question. I don't. I want to say no only because I feel like Randall is just like <laughs> this perfectly like balanced. He's a perfect equation. father. Yeah, and then the difference with him and Rebecca is that he he was adopted. Yeah. So you know he has that layer on as well. I mean, it may be some instances where Beth will like do a joke or have to like remind him you got two other kids here, <laughs> but I think he'll do a pretty good job of like balancing it out. Right. I don't see him like going crazy over day. I mean, well, he does go crazy for Deja. Well, I mean, <laughs> he does go crazy. Does. Like he gets giddy. He the starts, science project. He's smiling it. ear to ear, and yeah. then on top of that, you know, Randall was adopted as an infant. So he's the same as the rest of the kids. Where Deja, they kind of know her life experiences and what she's been through, especially the fact that he's tapping on a car window, she's sleeping in there. I feel like Randall's the kind of guy that might overcompensate and try to be that extra dad. So it's going to be interesting if that ends up being a parallel. I think he'll overcompensate. I think he's not going to... He is... (laughs) He is not going to neglect the other two, but I do Mm -hmm. think he will definitely overcompensate. I don't think your mouth agrees with you, and that's why it was... Right. (laughs) You know what? All right. And I think he's had a few, you know, in the instances that we've seen him with Deja, we've seen him, like, overcompensate and then, like, you know, withdraw, right, to try to find that balance. I think that's almost every dad. Yeah. Because it's like, I want want to have a relationship with you, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to come back and... uh, It's like a back and forth, especially with a teenager and a teenage girl at that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. I love you. <laughs> I, I will tell you though, I love the fact that when he enters into a room, he says, "May I come in?" I was talking to oh, my I, her. Love that. I was talking to my sister, and we were on an airplane ride, and she reads these books about parenting. And one of the biggest things they talk about is like letting your kids feel like they have their own space. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you don't just walk into their room; you like knock or ask permission, and it kind of teaches them. Um, as they get older, about knowing their space. And boundaries. Boundaries and stuff like that. And it's it's very important. And I thought it was interesting because it's actually technically, like, not her room. I know it was her room. <laughs> but the fact that, like, he knocks, like, 
he's a good dad. Like, honestly, and he's a really good dad. And looking at the last guy that she was with when she was with Raven, like he just barged right in, did all of mm-hmm. that. And also, someone in the chat, I believe it was Jazz, that she even mentioned, or maybe it was JT, I'm sorry if I'm mixing you guys up. Thank you so much for being so active in the chat, by the way. But when they said, Raven said, at least he only hits us. That only, oh God, that hurt. Because can you imagine? She said she had lost track of how many beds she had been in. And she gave the advice of when you find a place where you feel safe, stay there as long as you can. And I love that they showed that scene and then cut to the episode where Deja's first at their house and she yeah. can't fall asleep and sits in the, the chair in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. She says you can stay in the chair if you're scared. I was right. like, oh my God, you're the because, No, yeah, and there's a part of me when I was watching that episode wondering what made Deja go into that room. You know, we all talked exactly. about it. Do we, did we think exactly. she was going to get hit? Do we think that she felt like she was going to get molested? Like, we didn't know what it was. Right. So now to see the flash of her, it almost kind of explains those little holes that we had about what made her feel that way because she did get comfortable at some point. She, like, turned yeah. over and... And you don't want to be alone because Raven even said at least we were together. together I don't yeah. want you to be alone. And now we're going to be alone. Well, now, I mean, she has two younger sisters that are there. Her sisters are, I think they'll become sisters. I think Deja will oh, stay for around sure. for a while. You know I what won- I mean? I wonder if Deja's going to find, I have a lot of questions this episode. I wonder if Deja's going to find Raven. Wouldn't that be awesome like, to see mm. what happened? Oh, wow. I don't know how you would, though. I don't yeah. know how the foster system works. I don't think you can get in touch with... I mean, there's a lot of siblings that get separated uh, through the system, and they don't find each other for years. That's crazy. Well, like I mean, years. right now she's 16, so when she turns 18, you're not in, you're not in foster care anymore after 18, are you? No, you're not no. under the system anymore. But you can be like you can stay. I think they would officially have to adopt you, but at 18, it wouldn't really matter if they adopted you. or Maybe not. Maybe Randall will adopt Raven too. <laughs> Where's Raven? <laughs> Where's Raven? Where's That's Raven? so Raven. <laughs> Wrong way. It was a really bad. I'm so sorry, guys. It was a really bad pun. Yeah, but I think it was good to see, you know, that because she didn't, she doesn't have siblings. So for her to have like those moments with Raven, and you see, like, she sort of had a childhood where she had like these learning experiences where she dealt with stealing. And then she was impacted by Raven, like you said, saying that it was Jazz who said he was like, well, at least it's just, he just hits us. So, one, can you imagine what else Raven has experienced? If she's God. saying that just, all I'm getting is a hit, so that's worthy enough for me to take it or deal with it. But I'm glad that um, Deja was able to, you know, have that memory for her and, and that be the catalyst for her. To, Let me not ruin this and go get in this bed. Yeah. yeah, and they were excited about the dance, too. And I'm sure every time they oh, yeah. move from foster home to foster home, they have to go into a new school you system. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what it's like already? For me, junior high was very hard. I'm sure everyone had some form of bullying when they were younger, but just to keep bouncing from school to school, not really feeling like you have an identity in like a home, a bed, or a school. And even when Deja's dancing on the drill team and the right. teachers like come dance, the cops walk in and Deja just knows like uh, they're there for me. Yeah, yeah. That's so sad. Ugh. But way to end up with Randall and Beth. Like it doesn't get I any know. better than that. I she went know. through all that crap to end up with. The two best so much loving to parents. Look forward to. And especially so the, much. the little girls, they were so excited. They're like, oh my God, Deja's back. back. Yeah. They're so good because it's their play person. They get to have a new person in their home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get really excited. You guys, I love this episode. I know we always say I really loved it's this so episode. It's so depressing. We cried. I feel like everything in this, not everything, but everything in regards to Deja kind of came full circle. Yeah. I, I feel complete. Questions answered. 
Yeah, and I'm glad that they gave us that because we had wanted to know all this stuff about Deja mm-hmm. and they gave us an episode that was centered around her. Lyric Ross is her name. Yeah. Deja. She plays Deja, so shout out to her. And then Kay, who's usually in the chat, she wrote the episode. Yeah, so, Kay. Amazing Woo! job. Come on, Kay, where are you? Tell us what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Kay? What were going what thoughts were going through your mind when you were writing this? And it's amazing because she writes the episode, but it's a piece of paper with writing compared to like mm-hmm. actually seeing it come to life. Can you imagine what that feels like to have your words brought from here to like that epic performance? Living, like, oh right? God, it's beautiful. And again, I kudos to the whole team because it's not just the actors too. It's the showrunners, it's mm-hmm. the producers, it's the writers, it's the DP, like certain angles of like getting that moment and yeah. then the music that they put over top. Like it's a full team effort to make like all of this incredibleness come to TV. When Milo won the award for the whole um, cast, that's the one thing he said. He's like, this is not just us. Like, we're all great actors. We're one big family. But it's everybody. It's a full effort to make this show happen. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is. It really is. And I think it's just, I don't know, it's just so beautiful. I love watching Mandy Moore's stuff about it and everything. And to see, like, the camaraderie that she posts on her Instagram stories and, like, um, just the different clips of like behind the scenes of how they did this and how they did that. I just think it's really, really like that's the type of work experience I would want. Exactly. You know, super solid. Okay, is it time? Super solid. Talk about Kate's wedding. No, she really wants to oh, jump forward. So I guess we can go into predictions. Right, we got one episode left. <laughs> one guys, one just, left of season two. How well, crazy you is you that? freaked out when you saw like older um, I know. Jack oh, with like God. white salt and pepper hair. She did. I'm She's like, watching. he's back from the dead. I'm like, this is not a soap opera. I did opera. not say that. I did I'm not like, say that. I'm like, this is not a soap opera. This is not General Hospital. I did not he say did that. He did not come back to life. Listen, between okay. the two of you, I feel like I need some space to watch the <laughs> Fine, you can watch it on the You're other side of the studio. We'll the sit wedding. over there. You can do She's your thing. all about Jack. I love me some Jack. I love me some Milo. You guys, but can we talk about Kate's face? Like this short little three second glimpse that they show us. <laughs> she looks... <laughs> I, she doesn't look it's not that she looks sad like what does she look I'm trying to think of the word I feel like there's just such like a completely different amount of emotions like it's a serendipitous moment because you're finally getting married but then your father's not there and, that's like, what it was she's walking down the aisle without her dad yeah like there's such like excitement and joy yet sorrow intermixed and like that right there like kudos to her because that's a lot of emotion to exude from your eyes mm-hmm. and then Toby's face I, I love seeing the groom's face. I'm excited. That's the best thing. I'm super excited. So, well, before we you go to predictions, really you want to talk about American Idol? Yeah, we got some other shows coming on. So, um, I don't know about y'all, but I love American Idol. And that was, like, my first, like, big show. I loved Kelly Clarkson. It was, like, the first of them all. It was. The singing competition that started it all yeah, in Revolutionized TV has a new home, and it's on ABC. So, switch it over. It's ABC now. What was it, Fox before? Right. Yep. Fox. Mm-hmm. Well, it's American Idol on ABC now, guys. And the search for a superstar begins on an all-new American Idol on ABC. And guiding the contestants along the way are an esteemed panel of judges. We've got pop icon care. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're I can't talk anymore. <laughs> Katy Perry. Uh, country superstar Luke Bryan, who was on GMA this morning, which I love. And country, super, country superstar Lionel, Lionel Richie. 
<laughs> I don't think that Lionel Richie. There's a little bit of a typo. We'll just say superstar. Yeah, Lionel Richie Living is there. <laughs> Maybe he secretly loves country. Who knows? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he loves all music. Um, and they'll be joined by Emmy-winning producer and personality Ryan Seacrest, of course, as host of the beloved series. Um, and American Idol is the only singing competition to go around the country auditioning hundreds of singers in the search for the most talented and undiscovered performers, and their stories are diverse as America. I auditioned for American Idol once upon a time. Huh. True story. Um, contestants from all over the country will audition for the golden ticket to Hollywood. Come on over to Hollywood. 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 You'll never leave. And get their chance to light up the world with their voice and their heart. It's the one, the, one of the most anticipated series of television season, and it begins on Sunday, March 11th. So it's this Sunday, this coming up Sunday at 8 7 Central, right after America's Funniest Home Videos on America's Network ABC. So March 4th through 10th, um, American Idol Journey begins on Sunday at 8. So I wasn't supposed to read that, but you know what? I did. So I'm just going to continue <laughs> saying it. You're like, wait, what? Sunday, American Sunday, Idol. American Watch Idol. It. Thank you. Right. They're coming Set in clutch. your clocks forward, spring forward. Are Daylight we spring? No, yeah. This weekend? I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? Okay, I'll look. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to ask Siri on this one. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, you can continue. But yes, American Idol is coming on this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you for Well, you guys forward. are in a new show anyways because this is Us goes to a season finale next Tuesday. It's perfect timing. So this is going to be your guilty pleasure after This over. Is Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I'm looking. We're looking spring forward. You got spring forward and I'll just keep talking? All right, I'm going <laughs> to let him handle this <laughs> while we keep him? talking about <laughs> time change. Thank you, Melissa. There's a time change. Luckily, iPhones change it for you, so you never have to worry about it. You always can what remember. What would we do without ba- iPhones? What would we do without you? What would I do without you? <laughs> yes. Well, you would be watching the wedding next week without me if I wasn't here. I was making a reference to, to Shauna, show, but yeah. sure. Anyways, I do want to say oh. that I was right. That <laughs> went right over my head. I know, you missed it. <laughs> Just like, like that little yeah. plug of March See, 4th Jess to 10th says go home, you're drunk. Honestly, right? it sounds about right. But I'm not, though, guys. I promise. <laughs> I just can't right? talk anymore. But Daylight Savings Time is this weekend. And you can remember, fall back, spring forward. It'll never change. <laughs> Jazz, I love you so much. Thank you. Okay, little... okay, wedding, wedding. Let's talk about the wedding. Take okay, it away on the wedding, because you are loving the what, wedding. Yeah, what do you predict? Yes. Honestly, um, <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those weddings where, like, when Kate's walking down, she sees her dad. Like, she looks over, her dad's walking her down. Well, and we know then, we see Jack. <laughs> we see him embracing Rebecca. We don't see him re- embracing Kate, okay? Drunk one? <laughs> that is an inaccurate statement. I am not drunk. But I'm excited because I think it was an outdoor wedding from what it like seemed. Um, she looked stunning in her dress. Mm. So I'm so glad that she found a white dress. So I'm super excited to see her dress. Um, I love seeing the brothers behind her. Even in these short clips, like their face, they were so proud. Just so they, proud they of her. They better not pull some stuff on us. That like Kate bounces or something like yeah. that. Because well, we see her walking down the aisle. Is she going to do Runaway Bride and get no, on the horse? No, she and could do the whole... walk down and be like, "I'm sorry, like I can't do this. Like I thought I could, but I can't." That would be terrible. But it <sighs> is a season finale, stuff. and right. knowing this is us, they're going to throw something at us. They are going to throw True. something at us. Uh, I predict that her wedding is going to go through fine. She's going to have these moments. I like of your flashback. prediction, but bigger still, this is like the finale. So I'm trying to think, what can we predict? Like, what's going to happen? What are they going to leave big's us gonna with? Something going to happen. That's a little Sophie, she was up pregnant. Okay. 
When would that have happened, Lena? No. What do you mean? They were together for months. Maybe she gets pregnant and doesn't want to tell him because he's in a bad place. But he went to go see her. Like, a month after, or like two months after, you still All don't right, show, I, and I, she was wearing a sweater, you guys. I don't think, I think that that's happen. wishful thinking, I but, you know. Shout out Jazz in the chat. Will Lena, will Lena riot if Miguel walks her <laughs> down the aisle? She'll just throw <laughs> down Miguel the mic and just be like, I'm out. Right, would you watch? I mean, what if something happens to Rebecca? <laughs> no. No. Like, no. what if Jack is taking her to the afterlife? Oh, my God. Okay, let's I wasn't going that far, okay? I'm just saying, what if something happens to her? What happened? She's older. She's older. I don't see She's something happening to her only because I think that they do want to give it. Kate does deserve her wedding. She does deserve like this Yes, she moment. does, but life happens, man. It does, but a lot of life has happened to her. I think that they should give her her wedding, like, seamlessly. <laughs> oh, she's she a miscarriage, then she's going to lose her wedding. What else is left? Lose her wedding. Right? Lose like her mom? No, like, lose her wedding, like, if the wedding doesn't happen. Ah, yeah. I got I think we. It, it needs to be, it has to be somebody else. Like, who else? Miguel. left? <laughs> Miguel, we haven't seen much of Miguel. <laughs> We're really rioting against Miguel. We Actually, really didn't get to I learn. would love, love in season three to have an episode about Miguel like we Thank had you. with Deja. I think that we need that. I was going to say that. Yeah, we didn't get to learn much about him this season as and, well. And, and I, you know what? Also, side note, and I know we're in predictions, but the fact that when they were doing the Goodnight Moon, or was it Goodnight Moon, but the book? Uh-huh. Yes. Um, when everyone was reading, the, they read the same book. Yeah. Jack was reading his little brother that book. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was guys, a flash of that. And I was just like, not oh. have seen anything about what happens to Jack and his brother I in the military. I think we're not going to see that till next season. Yeah, you can't throw us that at the same time we're as the wedding. We're not going to get that at the wedding. Sense. Oh, no. No. We had I think it's too to big of a story to. for them to even just put a glimpse. Yeah. Like, I don't think that. But, I mean, we're going to see flashbacks of, like, Jack talking to Kate about when she gets married, which I think is a common conversation between dads and daughters of like, you need to find yourself a good man or a man that treats you or blah, 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 blah. I think that that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had those conversations. I think growing up, you know, like the little not, you need to get married, blah, 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 blah. blah. It just find you a man that's going to do Yeah, we're definitely going to have those flashbacks. um, But I do think something big is going to happen. And I actually think it has nothing to do with the wedding. Like yeah. maybe I don't think it'll be with the wedding. Yeah. To do with the wedding. I think they're just no. setting it up that way. But I don't know why. I think it has something to do with Toby. <gasps> no. No. You can't take Toby from her. No, no, no. Be messed up, but no. I don't know why. Like something just told me like it has something to do with Toby. We shall see. I don't know. I'm looking forward to flashbacks. I've got anticipation, like a little bit of anxiety, just a little bit right here about all of this coming up. But I do <laughs> agree. I think it was who said it. Um, with JT, I do want to see the background of Beth. Like, we don't really know much about Beth. We don't, and her mother's I do relationship either. Yeah. I want to know about Miguel. And one more t- thing is, I want to know about Rebecca's mom. We kind of only saw, like, flashes oh, of her. They don't like Rebecca's mom But at I want to see Rebecca's upbringing, because obviously if they're going to start introducing Jack and his childhood and what happened with his brother in the military, we saw... Jack kind of going back and forth with his dad, his drinking problem, him growing up, the whole mechanical thing. I want to know more about Rebecca. I don't even know what kind of an upbringing she had. They haven't shown any kind of backstory. No, Wait, do, you, do you know something? No, I'm wondering if they're going to do... A, this is really out there, guys, so just bear with me. What if they do simultaneous weddings of if Jack was actually alive in a wedding without 
him. Yeah. Like the actual wedding. And then and because then, we know that Jack's going to be there in some way. So it could be Rebecca just seeing him and hoping and wishing that he was there. Or, but the way that his line was said, look at how much time has gone. Rebecca, maybe they do show like how life could have been no, different. That's what if I was he, anticipating. Yeah, yeah. From that would be really a few be- weeks ago when you called it saying that they were going to bring him back or in something. some way. Yeah, I think it'll be the reimagining of what the way that would, would be, be a lot there. to cover in one episode. Though. That would be amazing. It's always because oh, already but one episode is too short. That is a lot, yeah. but I think I think, I think that is what they're weddings aren't that long to do. Weddings aren't that long. Um, and again, guys, be sure. I think we kind of have to wrap it up because we've only got a couple more minutes. Oh. I know there's so much that we had to cover. One thing I will say, I hope yes. that we do get to see more of the flashbacks with the kids, y'all. I've been, I'm like obsessed with Lonnie, um, Travis, baby Randall. Who, what? Huh? Have you seen him, him on the red carpet? He's, He's a star. So cool. He is. Like, and he takes like, over all the Instagrams and him, like his little right, sauciness. I'm dancing. like, <laughs> I love him so much. I interviewed him at, um, the, what was it? Chicago. Oh yeah, the Chicago the the show on um is it Showtime? I forget what it's called. Okay. The, the Shy? With, the Shy, sorry, the oh, Shy. Okay. The Shy with <laughs> Showtime. With, yeah, where yeah. Lena's the executive producer. Yes. I cannot tell you he was on the carpet. He was like the highlight of the carpet. Everybody wanted to talk to him, his outfits, his personality. Yeah, I love Anyways, him. So that's when much. you know that we you've got a big star Randall on your hands. and we love little Randall. I'm obsessed with them both. I and middle I love, Randall. I love, I love middle no, Randall. No, I really like middle Randall watching that show with um Kate on the couch pretending like he likes it. Oh. That's I just love all of them. I think they're all fantastic and I am really excited to see how all of this ends and to see what mm-hmm. we have to anticipate for season three. <sighs> I know. But again, <laughs> because this is us is coming to an end, don't forget that we do have other shows that are going on. Be sure to turn into American Idol. The American Idol journey begins on Sunday, March 11th. Sunday, March 11th. Springing forward, like we said, at 8 to 7 Central, right after America's Funny Some Videos on America's Network ABC. So be sure to go watch American Idol. And I believe we might be having an after show for it, too. So be sure to check back on AfterBuzz TV. And thank you guys again so much for being so active in the chat. Yes, we love you guys. being here. And let us know what you guys think is going to happen at the season finale, because we just made up a bunch of stuff over here. <laughs> exactly. We're just rambling, and we... Someone's going to die. Someone's no. coming back to life. People are the wedding's over. Our pet's pregnant. heads are falling off. <laughs> Literally, we're guessing everything so that we can cover all the ground just in case we're right. And we'll be like, yes, we got it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and watch it be nothing of what we said. I'm sure we'll be able to find like some articles this week, probably. No, I hate oh, no, I don't want to do spoilers. I didn't say it had to be a spoiler. Oh, that's but... a good question. Jazz is asking who they think they're going to cast for the brother because they're casting it during the break. Oh, I don't who know. Looks like Jack? Let's think about that. And Ooh, let's, definitely let's, hit um, us up on social media. Yeah. Hit us up. Be sure to follow all of us. Be sure to subscribe and like and continue on the comments mm. with This Is Us. You guys are amazing. Share this video so that we can have as many lovely people watching this next week's episode um, for the big finale of This Is Us after show. Again, my name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all of my social media at Candice R. Cruz. And really hit me up, please. I love it. I love hearing from you guys. She loves it. And please tell her what you think about when she cries about everything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's fine. Make um, memes. I'm fine with it. I don't care. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And please comment below. Let me know what you guys mm. think is going to happen. 
next week's episode because I'm going to be dreaming about it every night. Oh my gosh. I'm super excited as well. I'm Keith Andre. You can follow me all over social media at Keith underscore Andre. Me and Lena are sitting next to each other. We don't have no beef. Y'all going back and forth. Kate's forehead. getting married. Kate's getting married. <laughs> and guys, Kate's getting don't. married. Kate's getting married. You got a weekend full of entertaining TV. Be sure to tune in to SNL on Saturday. Watch our favorite Sterling K. Brown yeah. host yes, SNL. Sterling. And then American Idol, The Journey Begins on Sunday, March 11th, 8 to 7. And we'll see you guys next week on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 